0: back to another episode of the Red Carpet Cafe. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Reeks.
1: And I am your other host, Bree Kraut.
0: Bree, how is my favorite uh, vampire queen doing? I don't know I response for that see, one. See, see what it did there? Just uh-huh. Yeah. Talking talk a little more Yeah,
1: she's dying on the inside.
0: <laughs> I don't know why when his amazing description of a dangerously
1: Ill oh, with a rare
0: blood disorder and determined to save others from the same fate, Dr. Morbius attempts a desperate gamble. While at first it seems to be a radical success, a darkness inside of him is soon unleashed. Yeah, um, Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> gave it 16%. <laughs>
1: I saw that. I went on today and like, like just before we started recording, I was like, I'm curious what Rotten Tomatoes is. Ooh.
0: Yeah, Jared Leto, Matt Smith, and then of course a cameo by Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Well, All that's right. a spoiler. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> yes and no.
1: I mean, yeah, it's, I, it's just because you already brought it up. Like the I did get excitement out of that, in that it looks like we're going to potentially get. More backstory, maybe not even backstory, I don't know if it's going to be backstory or just going to segue into a potential for a focus on the Sinister Six. That's kind of cool.
0: Yes. Kind of cool. But here's the inherent problem with the way they filmed it. It didn't match up. Well, no, it didn't match up. The original trailer that dropped Mm -hmm. a couple Mm -hmm. of years ago or a year and a half ago.
1: Was that long ago?
0: Yeah. It was supposed to come out last year. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: I did not know that.
0: It was supposed to come out last year, but with the pandemic, it threw everything off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The original commercial had Jared Leto's Morbius in the orange jumpsuit, which we see him in eventually.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Walking in an alleyway, mm-hmm. past a Tom Holland poster that says murderer. That was never in the film. mm mm The original film, from what I I gathered from various articles I've seen, and we all know it's the internet, so it's probably true.
1: Of course it is.
0: That Michael Keaton was supposed to play a larger role in this film. Okay. And he, Morbius, was supposed to be in Tom Holland's universe. Mm Mm-hmm. Then by the end of the film, the rift in time, or the rift in... uh, universes would have occurred mm-hmm. and um, it would have segued into Spider-Man No Way Home.
1: Hmm.
0: Instead, it was reversed. Spider-Man came out first,
1: mm-hmm.
0: did its thing. And here's where the confusing part is. So instead of Michael Keaton having this huge role in the film, he's now brought in as if he's reversed into the other dimension but that right. doesn't make any fucking sense.
1: Okay.
0: Here's why it doesn't make any sense. Specifically, Doctor Strange said, mm-hmm. We've opened a rift in the, the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And now they're all coming here for you. Mm-hmm. All of the people who knew about Peter Parker being Spider Man were coming mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Vulture was already there.
1: Mm hmm.
0: So, at the end, when Doctor Strange fixes it and sends everybody home, why the fuck is Michael Keaton going to another universe? That makes no right. sense.
1: Because that's even, that's even how he says it, too. Like, he's... You're right. Mm-hmm. Unless I- is that happening... Well, that doesn't make sense either. Say unless that's happening while the rift is there. But even if that's when it was happening, he wouldn't have left to go and find someone else. Because as you well, said, as Doctor Strange said, everyone who knows Peter Parker was coming. So I would hate. Right.
0: But, but now let's flip this on its axis. At the end, he goes, okay, no one will know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So long, nice knowing you, kid. You know, Mm -hmm. and then basically Mm -hmm. no one knows who Spider Man is. Mm -hmm. That still doesn't Uh, explain. That still doesn't explain why he would go to someone else's multiverse. Like, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure that Marvel will find a way to figure it out. To write some kind of figure it
1: out or fix it.
0: (laughs) Correct, fix it. Fix it to make it so that it's logical. Because right now it doesn't make any sense. It does not make sense.
1: That's the problem with. Two different companies having right. their fingers in the Marvel cookie jar.
0: So of course, you know, Michael Keaton gets lets out of let out of prison because in that other universe he never committed any crimes. hmm And then magically finds Morbius and is like, hey, uh, we need to like put together a boy band and do some songs and dances or something. And I'm like,
1: we call ourselves the Sinister Six. He- that's maybe, a pretty cool sounding boy band.
0: But Morbius isn't involved in the Sinister Six in no. the comics. No. Oh. No. No.
1: Well then maybe forget that I said that.
0: No, but it sounds like that's where they're going with it. Mm-hmm. But then in the other argument, you have Tom Holland at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home, who's there going, Wait, so you mean to tell me there's a guy that wore armor and could fly? I need to talk to the Spider-Man. And then he gets zapped back to his dimension, but a chunk of Venom gets left behind Mm -hmm. in Tom Holland's universe, which means Mm -hmm. that obviously they can now use Venom Venom. in some capacity. So I get that, but yeah, I was scratching my head pretty hard at the end going, how is Michael Keaton's Mm -hmm. character even here? Maybe Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness will address that issue maybe
1: well at the end of spider-man though in the post-credit scene no i'm thinking i'm thinking of the 10 rings okay oh what about the post-credit scene in 10 rings
0: what when they come back
1: for him yeah and he's like you know like we need you
0: well we know at some point that shang chi will get involved But I don't know that Shang-Chi is going to be involved in Doctor Strange 2. Okay. Even though Wong's involved.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I don't know. Maybe he will be. I don't know.
1: Hmm.
0: All I know is that I'm preparing for Doctor Strange 2 to be a pretty big mind screw.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, we all were thinking that, oh, Wanda's going to be the villain in this one. I don't know that that's the case. From all the new trailers, they keep popping.
1: I need to watch What If. I know we've talked about it, but I need to actually watch it.
0: Um, well, yeah, some of the characters in What If are going to be in that movie live action, mm-hmm. right. including including uh, what is it? Strange Supreme,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, Heartless Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy mm-hmm. stuff is about to go down.
1: Yeah, if he loses his heart and not his hands.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So back to Morbius.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, please what were your thoughts
1: i was so bored
0: interesting okay the
1: whole movie i was so bored like i kept pulling out my phone like gosh how much longer do i have to sit through this um i feel bad for jared leto how so because i feel like he has he has this acting capability but all of his recent projects have like prevented him from displaying that and I feel like he just keeps getting these like I mean he's like it's just like when I watch Jared Leto particularly in like an action movie or a scary action movie or a superhero movie like I want to like I want like Thirty seconds to Mars, Jared Leto, like just screaming in front of me. Okay, not not this really soft spoken. Hmm, like he's so much <laughs> better than that. He's so much better than that. And like it's like like I'm like, ugh, like I'm tired of him getting these roles that are like, like when he was the Joker, it was the Joker character that i feel was the problem i don't feel like it was him and his abilities because i also felt impressed with his acting it was just the character itself right blue like i mean i don't know i just like I don't know. So like I just I feel bad for him. I feel like he's getting the short end of the stick in all of his recent projects and that makes me sad because I feel like I should be excited to see Jared Leto on the screen.
0: Well, it also feels like this movie went extremely CG heavy.
1: Oh yeah. I would agree with that completely.
0: Slowing down the fight sequences to try and mm-hmm. give you more drama out of it. Um
1: mm-hmm. It's just it was so random. <laughs> like so many things were like predictable like but in a bad way like sometimes you can like predict things and you're like oh it's so good like i feel like everything was so predictable and it just it wasn't and then b- boring predictable and then also like didn't make sense
0: okay well it was just it was just a mess i mean i get why they did it the way they did it with the plot i mean you know, you have Morbius and, you know, uh, Luxus basically trying to figure out a way to cure their blood-borne illness. Mm-hmm. So that's their motivation. But how they went about doing it, i, I it was kind of strange. Like, next thing you know, in the early stages of the movie, Jared Leto's being let off at this cave to try and capture yeah, with these, no crazy, explanation. these crazy bats. We just know that everyone who's flying the helicopter is afraid and like, there's not enough yeah. money for me to stick around.
1: And, but like, that's what's so weird to me is because like, like I like from previews and I have not read the comics when it comes to Morbius. So like I'm walking right. That's completely clueless. Sure. But
0: and I haven't read the I comics either on it. It's not a character that was ever on my radar for any
1: reason. Yeah. I, so like, I'm like, I'm watching this and I'm like, I'm expecting some like scary ass creature to come out and like bite him. No, he's like using his own blood to draw these. Apparently. I mean, and there's not even an explanation to that until like right. four minutes into the movie, when you realize that he's been making this artificial blood and you get the impression that he's creating, he's created this artificial blood off of the blood of these bats. Right. So. So. That's why he captured the bats in the beginning. So that has nothing to do with, like, you know what I mean? Like, like that's not sure. why he becomes what he becomes until he gets on the ship.
0: Right. That was a whole
1: cluster in and of itself.
0: True. And, you know, for the listener, as Bree and I are talking, Liz and I also had a conversation, a short one, about some of the components in Morbius that I'm going to edit into this overall podcast. So I'm not going to touch too much on it, but I still scratch my head when you see Leto's office and this tube with a bunch of bats. Mm -hmm. and then magically there's like five billion of them in new york in the tunnel
1: yeah like yeah like at the end of the movie like when he's like i guess dying i don't know and he like echo calls to the bats and they all just come like they can't be the bats from
0: the tube because they're in the tube right is that like a Power Rangers thing that he did? Where like he sucked the energy from the... It's
1: morphin' time! <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's another thing that doesn't make then sense. Then he went
0: super scion on the situation. Um,
1: well, and like two things when it comes to Milo. One, I mean, naturally, the best friend is going to become the villain. Right. But like how he became like this like super vampire i guess it's because he kept killing because as you kill like you get stronger so he's like actually killing and like drinking real blood not artificial blood right so maybe that's why he became so like aggressive and strong and psychotic but right in the very beginning and i guess i like i wanted to see more out of that just because of what it what it so in the beginning when you meet the two as boys, right. Michael Dr. Morbius calls Milo Lucian. Right. And Lucian is right. from the underworld. Correct. So like I was like waiting for Something and it just, and that's what, like, my mind kept going there, like, waiting for some kind of like twist, and I didn't get it. So then, like, that irritated me too.
0: Morbius as a character is supposed to be kind of the anti hero hero. He'd be kind of like the. I didn't care who
1: died in the end.
0: Right. But I mean, it's like Deadpool is a hero, but he's not. That type of character, but less funny. I mean, he's like a an unfunny type of anti-hero. I I just I like Matt Smith. I like Matt Smith who played the best friend, Milo. But I didn't like him in this role. Here's where I think they could have improved, besides the obvious of actually putting the film in. Before Spider-Man No Way Home. And going with their original plan. Because this plan mm-hmm. seemed very incoherent at best. You're dealing it was with like vampires. It was
1: written incoherently too. Right.
0: And you're already dealing with vampires though. What's stopping you from just having. Another, a different character crossing over. Into the Sony. F- situation. Like Doctor Strange did with Spider-Man. Why don't you give us, instead of giving us the voice of him at the end of the Eternals, why didn't you just give us Blade? He's a vampire. Who, who,
1: who said that to me?
0: Well, I did just now, in Someone case you're scoring it at home.
1: At <laughs> oh my god.
0: But that would have been a perfect opportunity to utilize Blade in a, like a crossover, just to introduce him into the MCU, Sony whatever universe and then you could kick him out of it
1: but someone said to me that we've already seen blade
0: we haven't seen him we've heard him
1: okay because his voice was just brought that up to me and i was like oh my oh my
0: oh oh my god okay did you watch the eternals no, I told
1: you I marvelled out. <laughs> no,
0: no, I got you. Okay, so Kit Harrington has this crazy sword that he gets um it's like a part of his family legacy. So in the post-credit scene
1: mm-hmm.
0: of Eternals, Kit is looking at this box and he opens it and he sees the sword and the sword's like a living sword. It's moving uh-huh. and like even his hairs are standing on this standing up in his arms and he's about ready to touch it. But you hear a voice saying something like, are you, are you sure you're ready for that? But you don't see who it is, but it Mm -hmm. is blade's voice. So blade Mm -hmm. was close by for whatever reason. And I think it's because of a group called the midnight sons in the comic. Mm -hmm but this would have been a perfect opportunity to mm-hmm. introduce them into the film because I think Morbius gets involved with the Midnight Suns along uh. with Ghost Rider and Moon Knight and a few other characters as well. Yeah. But instead mm. they went the way they did. and I felt like they wasted a potential good character in Matt Smith that they could have used somewhere else down the line and not as the, the villain in this film. That's just my opinion though.
1: I don't know I just I I guess I don't know where I expected this to go and I was a little intrigued and excited because one it was Jared Leto and two this I knew that this had the potential to take on like horror movie characteristics
0: so you didn't find it scary at all or or gory no okay no I had to ask
1: No, not at all. I mean, yeah, he drank blood from a bag, but you don't really see, (laughs) like, the only time I feel like you really see blood is when he cuts his hand and the bats come flying to him in the beginning. True. All the other blood is, like, I mean, even when they're killing people, there's there's no blood. They drink it
0: all. Right.
1: It's not like a gory scene. But I didn't. I like i. I was hopeful that if the movie was lacking in any sort of like plot or holding my interest, that the scare factor would be there, and even that was missing too. Okay. So in the end, I'm like, whatever. So would I watch it again? No, absolutely <laughs> not.
0: There was a line in there, um, in the scene where he goes and he takes the um, the office or not the office but the, the workspace of those guys who were counterfeiting money
1: <laughs>
0: and he looks at the one guy and he goes as he turns into the vampire for a hot second he goes mm-hmm. I, I am Venom so there's a commercial trailer out there where he says that and then the guy goes Venom he goes no I'm just kidding right and that
1: wasn't in the movie
0: it wasn't but he did say the line Because
1: I remember when he, I know I remember when he says that I'm just kidding. So I was expecting that and like a laugh, and
0: no, no, that's why I'm like they butchered this pretty bad. Yeah, (laughs) because Venom wouldn't even have been in his universe. Not a thing. Not a thing. (sighs) Right, exactly.
1: (laughs) I'm bored just talking about it.
0: <laughs> so i expect to hear uh you know your report on uh venom 2 or venom 2 morbius 2 the search for cash i'm sure that's what they'll call it um because i don't
1: think that they'd be foolish enough to even try
0: the first weekend I mean, it had great numbers but this weekend it had this great last weekend it, ta- it dropped
1: it went- didn't have great numbers because people liked it it had great numbers because it was opening weekend and people were like, Correct.
0: Curious. Oh, I'm going
1: to give this a try, and then they all left and said they wanted their $20 back.
0: Second weekend, it tanked hard. It yeah. tanked really hard.
1: Because everyone listened to what everyone else said. Don't waste your money like I did.
0: Well, and that's part of the problem is maybe Sony needed this kind of a shake-up mm-hmm. so that maybe they'll finally figure out that
1: just give it they really people.
0: should. They really should just sell their rights back to mm-hmm. Marvel and let Marvel do their thing. Well, and once... the problem, the problem is, is they won't because Spider-Man No Way Home um, may have made a billion dollars, and that's their motivating factor. What, are you disagreeing?
1: No, I'm thinking. And I'm thinking,
0: it made a lot of money before streaming, and now it's out on Blu-ray and DVD and everything Are else. All of stuff.
1: the Spider-Man movies, Sony. Yes. Really? They, ha-
0: they have been. Hmm. Sony, in conjunction with Marvel Studios.
1: But Morbius was not. It was just straight Sony.
0: No, it's still a Marvel property. hmm But it's and in conjunction I- with Marvel Studios. It wasn't... It's not... It's not the Marvel Studios with the regular right, 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 opening right. ticker.
1: That's, yeah, that's the, the Disney stuff.
0: No, it's part of the Spider-Man extended universe.
1: just so stupid good. Right. And has the connections with Tom Holland in the other movies that I didn't well I didn't realize that.
0: Venom One and Two are also Sony mm-hmm. slash in conjunction I mean, yeah. with the first the first one did well, the second one didn't do as well. Hmm. So I don't know. Um now there's talk that they may revisit. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man's universes to continue on their storylines. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. yep It's going to take a complete collapse on the part of Sony for them though to, to be able to lose the rights back to uh, Marvel and Disney. And, and then
1: maybe, maybe we can get Hulk back.
0: That's universal. That's a whole nother can of worms.
1: Really? I thought that mm-hmm. was Sony too.
0: Nope. Universal. That
1: first one was terrible.
0: <laughs> Wait, there's been a there's been like a handful. The one of with
1: those. Edward. Uh,
0: Edward Norton was was a part of the MCU, but in conjunction with Universal Pictures.
1: Yeah, that he was in the first one.
0: Mm-hmm. That was well, awful. right, the first one that's a part of what we know as the MCU. There were others before that. Hmm. If you look them up a few years prior, there was another Mm -hmm. incredible Hulk or Hulk. I think it was Hulk, but it was, um, I forget the guy's name. It wasn't good. I'm sure at some point, if they really wanted to, they'll just call them all variants.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was a different universe.
0: Basically, mm -hmm. it's one way to bridge it all. You'd think that DC would have been smart enough to figure that out by now with all their Batmans.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, long story short, I didn't like Morbius.
0: Gotcha. I give it
1: a one out of ten bats.
0: Really? You're going to go that low?
1: Yeah, I hated it. I was so bored. Okay. I know I haven't given anything a one, so I won't do that. But 16% for Martin Tomatoes is not far off. So to be like not a psychopath, I'll give it three bags of
0: blue blood. All right. What if those bags of blue blood were held by a shirtless Jared Leto?
1: Then I'm going to give it six bags of blue blood. (laughs)
0: That's your bump. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, really,
1: That's not what's happening. So.
0: No, no, I, I think, uh, I don't think it was a complete fail, but I, I want to say mine would be like a five and a half stars at this point or five yeah. and a half bags of blood. It it wasn't my favorite of any of the, uh, Marvel or Marvel Sony offerings it's quite unfortunate too, since they'll probably get a sequel. But, um, what's moon night. I know that's
1: coming out. It's actually,
0: it is out. out. It's on Disney Uh plus. Um, it, uh, it has a couple of heavy hitters in there. So you're looking at, uh, what Ethan Hawk
1: Mm -hmm.
0: is one of the, uh, the players involved with that one, he plays kind of like the bad guy in, um, in the series. And (laughs) excuse me, they only have a couple of episodes out at the moment and they're dropping every Wednesday.
1: Okay. So it's okay. It's going to be a series. It's not a movie.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's like a limited series at some point, moon Knight's character will cross over into the MCU. In some capacity, there's all kinds of different factions he can be a part of, Hmm. but, um, with it, the premise of it is you have, um, Stephen Grant, who's played by Oscar Isaac and mercenary Mark Spector also played by Oscar Isaac, investigate the mysteries of the Egyptian gods from inside the same body. Hmm. So, What's interesting about this is not to, you know, spoil it for those who are starting to, or have have thought about watching it. You have Stephen Grant who works as a uh, cashier in a gift shop in a museum. And I believe it's London. And he has a sleeping disorder. He ties his leg to a bedpost.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He puts sand around his bed. Um, He uses like a blue tape on the door. So when he does wake up, he knows whether or not he walked out of his apartment. Okay. What he finds out quickly is that when he goes to sleep, his body wakes up and Mark Spector is... A person who takes over. Mark Spector, from what he learns quickly, is someone who is involved with um like covert ops, that type of thing. So when Steven ends up waking up, he goes to bed, but then he wakes up and falls down, and he's outside in some foreign country, his jaws broken. It's basically because Mark Spector got knocked out and Steven took over the body, but now he's outside of this village and he's being shot at from the building above him. So he's running to the village. Ethan Hawke comes rolling into to the picture. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that Steven sees is Ethan has this cane. He puts the cane in between his two arms and the cane starts to rock back and forth while he holds like this, this guy's hands. And he goes, you know, um, this particular Egyptian god, she will now judge you and your deeds. Mm-hmm. And the tattoo on his arm of the scales start twisting back and forth. And, t- and it goes even in green. So they're like, you are a good person. And he announces to the village, this guy is a good person. And they're mm-hmm. all cheering and happy. Mm-hmm. This lady comes up, older lady, she has to be 60, 65 and mm-hmm. says, I've been good my whole life. And he goes, well, you about, you, let's judge you and find out. And the scales tip and they turn and she goes, that can't be, I've never done anything bad. And he makes the comment, well, that's because this God has judged you for things that you are going to do in the future. And she dies instantly. It takes her life, her essence, her soul kills her
1: interesting
0: yeah so you got this, this sounds
1: more um more exciting to watch than morbius
0: it's very interesting it's very interesting and how they've done it it's really cool because Stephen, when he's awake he thinks he's going crazy he's being chased in the museum mm-hmm. by this this um jackal this egyptian jackal And and he's hiding in the bathroom and he's like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And he looks at the mirror and in the mirror is Mark Spector. The other version of him going, you're not going to die. Give me control of the body. If you want to live, give me control of the body. I can take care of it. So which one is Moon Knight? They both
1: third person. They
0: both are. Because when Mark takes over. All of a sudden the suit envelops him and he just starts humbling the crap out of this jackal Interesting. and that's all in the first episode and the second episode gets even crazier but there's a lot of cool there's a lot of cool one-liners in there too because you got steven who's talking in an english accent and
1: mm-hmm. mark
0: Spector, who is clearly an american but the same guy playing of right. like all right well done oscar well done <laughs> So I'm I'm cautiously optimistic on how this is going to go. I think this one definitely, in my opinion, this one has um, more actions so far. Okay. Um, episode two tended to be a little bit more dialogue heavy, but there's kind of a reason for it. At some point you have to have a dialogue episode and episode right. two was it, but episode three, I'm like, where are they gonna go now?
1: Whew. How many are out so far? Just the just two? the
0: two. Um, tomorrow drops episode three. Okay. For those that are listening, that would be on Wednesday, um April thirteenth. They'll okay. drop drop the next one. I think there's like six episodes. They're not long, they're like maybe forty minutes long. Mm-hmm. Forty-five maybe. Um, uh, but yeah, they're going to Egypt.
1: Maybe I might start that this weekend. Maybe,
0: maybe I might start that this weekend. Yeah, I mean, you'd be halfway through the season if they're only dropping six. Yeah. So you won't have to invest a lot of time beyond that. Okay. But um, yeah, it'll it'll make up. It'll take the um, the bad blood taste out of your <sighs> your mouth <laughs> from Borbius.
1: Well, it's just like like I said. Like I've I don't feel bad saying it anymore. But I am. I'm so marvelled out. And to finally be like, All right, fine, I'll go and watch a Marvel movie and this be the case, like don't ever do that to me again.
0: (laughs) Okay, but you know that coming up in early May is Doctor Strange too.
1: Well, obviously, I am going want to see that. I'm going to have to try to convince me. She's
0: all marveled out. I love it. <laughs> I'll right. make
1: exceptions for the right things.
0: Yeah, but- I feel like <laughs> that's a movie that needs to be seen in, like, IMAX.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Just and that's, like, I went into, like, I, I, so the theater by my house, it, I went into the IMAX for Morbius and, whatever the RPX or whatever the heck where everything shakes when you're watching it. Oh, you know, yeah. I was like, I was bored.
0: <laughs> you, the room is shaking, your bowels are shaking, but yet uh, you're like, like, the like, storyline doesn't have me.
1: I wish I could take a crap right now.
0: That's <laughs> how I felt. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> All right, well, in the meantime. But in the meantime, uh, you guys have been listening to the Red Carpet Cafe. I've been one of your hosts, Eric Root, along with my Marvel Us host, S.
1: Oh, my God. I'm Brie Prout. (laughs) Help me. Send help.
0: That's right. Not a a
1: Marvel superhero, but send help.
0: (laughs) Just remember it was all just a dream. (laughs) (laughs) We left that
1: in season one, okay? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: uh all right well red carpet cafe is a member of the be kind rewind podcast network you can find us on the web at bkrp.com thank you everyone and have a marvel day you're welcome